sensing emotion in a delicate formation. Numerology's wisdom is a language of vibration. Welcome to the Numerology Hour. Host Kelly Brickle is a numerologist, psychic medium, and teacher. Her passions are learning about the soul and energy. Whether it's working with spirit, emotion, or vibrational numbers, precision and heart always enters the equation. Now, here is your host of the Numerology Hour, Kelly Brickle. everybody welcome to the numerology hour i'm kelly brickle and we are relaunching today and i'm very excited to be doing the numerology hour once again oh my goodness today i am at bay with a cold so you might hear me sniffling and sneezing a little bit <laughs> what a day to do Ooh, what a day to do it on see i'm already going at it <laughs> But it just has to it has to be that way. So what I love about this show is it allows me to utilize my passions and um, give back in a way where I can teach numerology and also give some readings along the way. So for the first episode back, we are going to be talking about archetypes of the numbers and also how they relate to elements or other archetypes. Um, a great way to learn about modalities of psychic work or other things that you are starting to decode in energy is to understand the modality um, through different connecting pieces. And that is maybe taking a number or a sign or a symbol and saying, this is like the element of, this is like the number of, this is like the emotion of, or the idea of. And the more you have those connectors, the more you're going to understand where things truly lie because either something works or it doesn't. And that's the logic of the logic of the black and whiteness sometimes that you need with symbology and systems. When you are working as a psychic and you're opening your mind to what comes or a medium or even a healer, there's a very open-endedness at play where you just invite whatever comes in. But when you're working with systems, you do have to use um, those connectors to your advantage to help guide you through. So let's talk about the numbers and let's talk about symbols and archetypes. So when you're getting into numerology, you're always going to be dealing with the laws of one through nine. And the most known number is the life path number. It just is. It is a very important calculation. So many other calculations, you could argue more important <laughs> with, with, how, um, with how you feel on an ongoing basis, but the life path pulls you back towards everything you need to be doing. So very, very important. And at the end of the day, it's like, okay, then how do we interpret the life path one, you know, two, three, four, and so on. And so let's start with looking at kind of what a one is. And 
Granted, you're going to be looking at your life path and your other main calculations. Yes. Um, But one is fire energy. One is fire energy and it's air energy. It's, It's creation energy because it's birthed. And it's air energy because it longs to be free and do its own thing. So one is a very expansive number and fire and and air are very expansive elements. So it naturally longs to do these things. Um, two, when you are looking at the vibration two or a life path two, you're going to be getting into watery elements. Things want to flow. Things want to be in sync. Things want to be in harmony. And there is a grounding element, absolutely. The grounding energy of you want peace to come down to the earth, not for it to just be felt, but for actually to it to be rectified, for people to have the fruits of their labor. So you have this two vibration that's very ready to work for peace, ready um, and very practical in their um, emotional assertions and connectivity with how they deal with people. Then we have three. Three is the number of communication. So we think about, you know, again, that expansive vibration of the fire and the air. The fire because it is so creative and You're literally channeling from the crowd or the muses and you're, you're birthed through what just makes you come alive and you are magnified in the presence that is around you and through you as well as the creativity of, again, the muses and through your expressions, you go forward through people to see and most importantly hear you and for you to speak to be that um the air energy comes forward then we go into four and four is a more a grounding vibration as well as an airy vibration hello jesse cat hello everyone coming on and i appreciate it thanks for joining me today and everyone thanks for being patient with my cold i've been learning (laughs) Learning how to breathe as I speak. It takes a hot second. It really does. So I appreciate it. So when we get into four, it has, has that earthiness as well as the airiness. And the airiness I'm going to address first because four is all about knowledge and learning. And it wants to use its brain. It really wants to understand and get its hands on as much knowledge as it can. And the four is very practical in the way that it goes about it. So it's not mercurial in its pace. It's not like the three where it's like, I need to go, or the one, I need to go and grab and I must get as much as I can get and just, oh, like, let's do it now. The four is like, there's a time and a place. There's a time and a place and it will all get done. And I'm learning this to connect with that. So there's a methodical nature to the airiness that really grounds it. And four deals with time and space a lot and even architecture. So it's a very physical number of how do we ground these ideas? How do we give things foundation? What sense does it have in this place? So the slow vibration of the earth energies really lend itself to the four. Okay. Then let's get into five. Five is um, it's an 
air and it's an earthy vibration. And I really stand behind those the most, even though there's a lot of fire and vibe, you could argue. <laughs> but I really stand behind the the air and the the earth because one, five is about the five senses. So you wanna you wanna taste, touch, see, hear, feel, smell, you want it all. Okay. And the way that fives learn best is through tactile learning. They're not going to just absorb it through hearing or seeing. They have to do it. They have to be a part of it. And they want variety. They want to go around and explore and understand like the variety of everything so they can put together what life means, not by what someone tells them to. Like again, like in a book or in a movie or even through a loved one's approach perspective, they have to be a part of life. So they're very active. And this mercurial quality comes back in with the air this time. And they want to do everything and everything. And they want to do it fast. Five's about freedom, movement, boldness, adventure. They want to be on the go and they want it now. Okay. So <laughs> the five must make their desires come to earth for them to be very happy um, because they like living in their head. But if they don't have the final action of it, they're actually very like irritable and they're restless and they're bored. So they, they, they can become bored very easy just from the thinking. But five is such an expansive number. They have to be inspired what to do. So they get all these wonderful, gorgeous ideas, but then they have to do them. So that's what I like to say. Like with the four, it's a little bit more air um, bored, but a more physically based approach. And with the five, it's a little bit more physical forward, but with an air based approach. Kind of interesting. And it makes sense why four and fives are so opposite in their approaches with that. Okay. So we get into six and six is a very, um, protective number. It's a very maternal number. It's a vibration that wants to serve and be responsible. It likes responsibility. It likes that it has a directive. It likes that it knows exactly why it's showing up. Forgive me. As I just work with my nose here, the six like longs to be of need. So we have these roles where family is very important or jobs where they can actually not necessarily, they don't need to always be in charge. They just want to help out and make things the best they can be. Some do, some sixes do like to lead. So you have this very watery understanding of what do I need to do to heal? What do I need to do to improve? Where's the issue? Let me map that out. Let me smooth that out. Very emotionally connected to the situations around it, um, as well as very body connected. They can read the room very well, and they can understand the workings of the environment and where to go next and have really good foresight with the overall plan and practicality at play. So you have a lot of that earth and water at play. Ultimately, six is a very, six is the one where I can't just assign to because 
I just, you know, I'm, I'm sharing the information that I have. Six is a part of the cluster of numbers that is known as the three, six, nine. And those are very creative people numbers. So they do, they're very good with people. They connect with people. People like them. People trust them. People open up to them. And it's really this fire that allows um, the relationships and the socialization to be bigger than just what they are comfortable with. That fire gives them extra energy to get the job done. The grounding and the practicality to know what they have to do, the emotional responsiveness of the of the water and the fire of I need to I I need to have the power and the connectivity to carry this out because I have a lot on my back. So if you want to argue what two six really are, I would actually go more towards um, the earth and the fire because it's all about what needs to be done. And sometimes they actually do take emotion out of it, even though they're actually, a lot of them are very emotionally connected. So they will take emotion out of it to get the job done. And they are connected to how to be of service for the people. Okay. So, and then we're going into seven. Seven is the personification of air, you could argue. Seven is a very, um, if it allows itself to be sensitive vibration to people as well as ideas. But initially, the seven harbors the mind, logic, higher reason. And it likes to sort what is the truth. It likes to understand and see things that people normally don't see. And it needs alone time to cultivate this. And so the it works in the air realms, okay? Seven works in this, this airy um, mental space where it needs its quiet to brew, okay? And it needs to be connected to the greater um, truths of the universe. So it needs to float. It needs to flit. It needs to be above what has normally been taught, what um, is normally um, promoted as this is the way. It needs to be expansive and free and to collect and analyze and um, deduct. And that's the way seven gratefully operates. There is an element that I find with the seven that sometimes can be so sensitive once they open up their spirituality. They can be um, a little bit water-like because they prefer the quiet. They prefer the serene. They prefer the gentleness. They just want things to go well and be nice and to form as things can in, in perfect sequence. And so it's funny, it does sometimes have a little bit of a watery vibration, I find, or they, they, they crave the water element. A lot of sevens like to be by water and nature, and again, have that sereneness. But that all that air energy can devoid you of emotion too as well. So I like to really give the stamp of seven be the seven being the quantification of air. A lot of times. All right. So we are going into eight. Eight is a very physical vibration. 
Eight is all about materialism, manifestation, abundance. It's all about consequence. It's like what's going to show up. And usually when we're like manifesting, we're thinking abundance, abundance, abundance. But manifesting can go really good or really bad. (laughs) Okay. It's both sides of the coin. It's like what kind of harvest did you sow for yourself? Did you really put in the good seeds? Did you really show up and water it every day? Did you um, study the best techniques to make sure your crops harvest? So it's quality, quality, quality. Eight is all about that. It's like the truth of just what happened through what you did, who you are, where you're going. And it smacks you across the face and it's just like nothing personal. It can be sobering. It can be harsh. It can be very, very to the point. And it's all about it just is what it is. And you you merge with that vibration through honing your skills to be physically stronger and understanding the laws around you of the world, of yourself, of your own body, of your own health, to balance energies and to accumulate power so you can navigate the world and create them power in it through co-creating. You are the alchemist. So there's a lot of earth elements at play with the the eight. And I find that it is the personification of earth too as well. Okay. Sometimes uh, eights can be a little bit cold and um, because they're just, it's a matter of fact, these are the facts, Um, a little bit like the sevens and they can get a little airy, but ultimately, um, Sometimes they will bypass what the right thing is to do based on logic, and they will do it based on how they feel intrinsically within their body or what they observe. So they're very much, um, I trust my gut in order to succeed. I trust everything that I've taken on within my life, and they're very discerning. They don't just pick up information for information's sake. They're very discerning based on their personal experience because they've done the hard work to get to that point and they really do trust themselves. The ones that are um, in a state where they've risen in their own self-awareness and their self-activation, there is that very much, I have to go with my gut instinct. And that's how they lead. A lot of eights are leaders. Then we're going into nine. Nine is a very fiery vibration. Very fiery vibration. As well as it's a bit airy too, but it's very fiery. And with the fire, tremendously good with people, tremendously empathetic towards people. The fire, again, is is the element of spirit. And fire just cleanses and allows things to be reborn and be. And that's really much, very much what the nine's life is about. The more life, the more nines you have in your chart, the more you will deal with themes of transformation and death and forgiveness and rising like the Phoenix. And you have all through this, a very strong compassion for people. So like the three sixes and nines are just very connected to people and they have a lot of empathy for people. Their lives revolve around people for them to be effective and successful. 
And also the nines are very, very creative. Those fire numbers are very creative. So the nines are like threes on steroids, but they have a little bit of stroke of genius to them. And they do things a little bit differently. They're inspired in a very unconventional way and they always push the envelope. So very open-minded, very unconventional, very um, to the beat of their own drum, but they do it not just for themselves. They do it for what they think is right. And there's always the embodiment of all the elements in the nine, as well as embodiment of all the numbers, because nine is the peak right before we transform and we are born again and we repeat the cycle so we can continue to be all these, because we all are the num. all of us all are the numbers. We're all the numbers. It's just we play out certain archetypes and vibrations at certain times. We're born with certain vibrations to really make sure we stick in a certain energy to really go, this is what I've signed up to learn this lifetime. This is who I'm becoming. This is where I'm flowing and going. Oof. All of a sudden, I have to sneeze again. <laughs> There's a lot of humbleness and grace on camera today <laughs> with um, showing up, but I really do have heart. So what I want to do before I transition to wrapping up today's show, because it's all about, like I said, the archetypes today, is I want to take a couple of readings. And so if you'd like a numerology reading, pop down your numbers. Um, I'm going to take a couple of readings. And that is really the flavor of the show. It's teaching and then it is giving back with what all these things truly mean and they, what they can connect to. So, oh, I got a comment from Jesse Cat. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. She's giving me a recipe uh, to feel better and everything. Um, I love she's talking about onions, garlic, cayenne, lemon. I hear, yes, I've been, I should have put lemon in my tea. I have some downstairs. I was cooking with lemon yesterday, but um, I have this one supplement that I, oh my gosh, I love. It's like wellness formula. And I could think of the name right now, but it's not coming to me, the, the company. But anyway, uh, it's wellness formula and it has all those things that you mentioned in it. It has like ginger roots, like the bulb of an onion. It's just like all that stuff. And it blasts, it blasts it away. And it's so funny because it's like, on one hand, I've beat being uh, sick. But on the other hand, this sinus, like nose irritation has not gone away just yet. <laughs> But I will, yes, I like, I like your suggestions. I'm going to put some, I have tea right here that needs honey. You're right. It needs lemon. And um, to focus on some of those other herbs and roots. Yes. Yes. I agree. Oh my gosh. So let's take some numerology readings. Um, six to 90 will do so. And then, um, Jackie, you put down a 33. So is that your life path number or did you just want to know about the number 33? Let me know what you wanted to know with that 33. Um, so, all right, let's start. So six twenty ninety. 90. So that's an attitude eight. 
And for anyone who is learning about numerology, uh, your attitude number is like your rising sign. It's really how you see the world, your perspective, um, how you communicate. Uh, your personal day number is a two because uh, 622 plus zero is a two vibration. And then your life path number is your month, your day, and your year across. And that is um, a nine. And you are in a cycle of seven. If that is right. Nope. Six. <laughs> You're in a cycle of six. What am I doing? You're in a cycle of six. Ooh. Okay. So what I'm looking into just when I'm seeing your numbers is a lot of information. Archetypal comes up, of course. And um, I know that being in a cycle of six, it's always going to kick up. It's always going to kick up those personal interconnected relations with family and friends and the proverbial truth of what do you really want? You know, are you being supportive? What makes you, you know, the best mother you can be? What makes you the best cousin you can be? What makes you the best friend you can be? And vice versa, how can people do the same for you? So it is about allowing yourself to be more emotionally in touch. In touch. But first, it's stimulated by others around you of, is this really working for me? And the greatest thing that you can take to transform that is then how you transform yourself and what you give back to them if you want them in your life. Because sometimes when we get signs of, is this really working for me? It's because it's not. And it makes us reevaluate our life and make choices because of that. So the cycle of six is always really important to continue to evaluate because the, the next year you're going into, Jessica, is a seven. And that is all about self-review on the very, so you, you, you prepare yourself for that with six, with what you see around you. And then you go into the next year of, okay, now it's really, really getting real. Like, what do I really want? Not just as a, hmm, in relation to friends and family, but what do I really want in my life? And it allows you to then kick up for the next two years going forward how you change yourself and transform yourself on this very personal, progressive, and motivated place of yourself of who do I really want to be? Because now it's time. I feel like my life has slowed down a little bit and now I get to make some choices where I get to really affect how it's going because I've been going pretty fast and I've wanted to do some of these things, but I can't always integrate them. Seven makes that happen next year for you. Seven, that starts in January for you, um, gives you the focus, whether you want it or not. It will take you away from things that you shouldn't be a part of because seven is all about truth through wisdom and it needs isolation and quiet. And so it'll make you tired or it will cancel plans on you to make sure you start going, this is what I needed to do. It's not just what I think I should be doing. It's what I know I should be doing. It's what's a part of my soul. And I need to get really honest with myself within that and then make some choices going forward in the next two years, how I get to live from my soul because it's not a maybe, it's a fully, okay? And to be in that fully more and more. So get ready 
for that. And also you'll probably be a little bit more in touch with um, if you want to volunteer or give back in some way next year, because you being a life path nine, um, it's always about the bigger picture and you having a little bit more time on your hands of what's really important, not just for you, but how you view the world and want to be in it. Some of those things are going to kick up. Okay. I'm glad you can understand that. I'm glad you can. Thank you, Jesse Cat. Okay. So then we're going to go to Jackie. Hello, Jackie. And and just comment how you want. I'm just popping around. So thank you, Jesse Cat. Um, 8-10-1968. So you are an attitude 9, a personal day 10 personally one excuse me because one plus zero equals one um and then you are a life path of six i believe let's just double check yep that's right all right and then you are in a cycle of you're in a cycle of six seven 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 you're in a cycle seven okay so Jackie, you're an attitude nine. So when someone has an attitude nine, there's always a theme of you had to learn things in a different way than others because um, it was like people thought that you had things figured out and so they just kind of left you on your own. And sometimes people just weren't paying attention. So like you had to figure out how to do things a different way and you would gravitate towards others who were being overlooked to as well. So it's like, Nine really breeds a band of myth misfits, but it breeds some of like the most amazing connections um, and the most open-minded and the most compassionate people and all of numerology, as long as they're living for the heart, like nines are very, very flexible and fluid with what they can bring to others in situations. And so the number one thing when you have nine energy in a very important placement like this, as well as six, is just making sure you always have boundaries and making sure that you have forgiveness because people will always tug on your heartstrings. You'll always want to help people. People will always actually be drawn to you, like actually asking if you can help them. People will look up to you in a way where it's just like Jackie knows what to do or let's listen to Jackie. So there's there's this theme within your life where people really do stop and listen or people really do come to you once they they know you. Even when they don't know you, that happens. But once they know you too additionally, they come to you for your insight and they really, really do like see things from a different angle through your eyes. Whether they thank you or not, you know that you help people and you know that people have a tendency to do that with you. So it's about really stepping up into um, your leadership fully within that, as well as with you're in a cycle of seven. So this year has been a, like a lot of, like, so what I was telling Jessica before, you're in a cycle of seven now. This year has been a lot of personal introspection of what really works for me. And I'm ready to stand up now. And going forward with an eight, it's just making sure that your health is online and that you're really putting that love and self-care into you to make sure that you can step into these things that you want for yourself because you can have them. It's just you need to have the energy to have them. It's not that you can't have them. It's just about making sure your energy's on board and there's a lot of 
really just simple practicalities of making sure your energy is on board, as well as the deep diving work. So get into the truth. It's not about, it's an obstacle. It's just now about doing the work. And that's what uh, next year is all about. Doing the work. Last year was about that too. And this year, excuse me, it's this year. That's what I'm saying uh, for seven. This year is all about doing the work. Yes, you started to enact that. But next year, it's about that and actually reaping the benefits as well as seeing really quickly, not just waiting of, okay, that doesn't work. That does work. A lot of those answers have light to shine on them way quicker. That's what I'm saying. So go forward, continue to trust yourself on yourself, know your worth, know your boundaries, and really look people in the eye and say, this is where I'm at. This is what my needs are. And everybody wins because of that. All right. So with that said, oh my goodness, thank you everybody for coming in today. I hope you enjoyed some of the readings and the archetypal numerical knowledge of the elements. Um, Please join me next week for the numerology hour, Wednesday, 4 p.m. same time. I am playing around with how the time mean might be, but for next week, it will be Wednesday at 4 p.m., as well as the Psychic Hour, the reading show, and the interview series. Um, Thank you so much again for the debut episode. With that said, please, everyone, go with love, luck, light. Don't forget to live. I'm going to make sure I have a Kleenex, a sniffle, and some lemon and honey in my tea. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Bye.